0: So right now, ladies and gentlemen, it is star time, and we would like to bring to you the stars of our show. The fabulous, the insurmountable, the
1: incomparable, the mighty, mighty. Sheets movement family, 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 Ladies and gentlemen, let's give them a great and round of applause! Ooh. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. This is Cheats and you're listening to Top Billing. We are live at Brewers Cafe. What's going on, AJ? He's just celebrating his two year anniversary. And we are here with a very popular gentleman right now The Vice Mayor of Charlottesville, Wes Bellamy What's good, Wes? What's
0: going on, family, man? Thanks for having me
1: Nah, man, it's a pleasure, man You've been all over the place You know what I'm saying? You've been doing a lot, a lot of good things Thank
0: you, brother, I appreciate it I'm going to give
1: you a hard time about how long this has been coming (laughs) In a minute Look, we're not going to get into all that for all y'all Just listening it's just just tune in into this episode. We had a whole opening segment that sometimes you know technical difficulty, so I'm not going to revisit. But right, I'm just saying, right. Wes kind of played me a little bit. Oh, we're man, gonna man. we're gonna work through that.
0: We make up for it right now. We're gonna make up. You got as much time as you need with me. I'm bro. just
1: gonna start by just asking because there's just a lot lots mm-hmm. changed for you personally. Lots changed for your city last couple of months, especially with everything that's been going on. Yeah. Tell me personally how you're handling all this, how you're holding up, and, and how's everything going for you and your world right now?
0: Yeah, man, God is good, man. I must say that things have been definitely a whirlwind, to say the least, but I'm very pleased with where the city's going, how we're progressing. There's been a lot of support, and there's also been detractors. I mean, you know, we've talked about it. I, I've mentioned it on uh, my social media. There's a guy who literally walks around my city with a sign that says, West Bellamy is a jackass every day, or people, walk around with signs like Wes Bellamy's a nigger and all this other stuff but for every one person like that we have maybe 10 or 15 in the city who are adamant walk up to me every day hey we appreciate you thanks for the stuff you're doing there's a group of Facebook moms who uh they have a campaign going wherever they see people write negative things they go and either wash it out or they write over it kind of like the beehive yeah so you got your own nah nah I don't know about that don't go too far I'm telling you but it's real I got a lot of love man, see, for, man, For the people out there In Charlottesville And I mean it's home You know So And personally I'm doing well I can't complain um, I know we were talking about it A little bit earlier But this is what I believe That God made me to do So there's no need In me feeling as if There's extra pressure Or feeling as if I have to live to a certain standard Just have to live my life Because this is what I was made to do So just do What I'm supposed to According to his will And his plan
1: So Take me back to the To, to a little bit Of the beginning When mm-hmm. we talk about Emancipation part. I yeah. want to make sure I get it right. Thank I want to make sure I didn't get it wrong this brother. time. Yeah, and he messed my name Park. up.
0: You know, I ain't checking him like everybody else. When they say West, I was like Dr. Bellamy, but I, but I ain't, but I ain't, you know, I ain't doing him right, like though. that. I didn't do that him like that. Right. Because I owe him the love. No. <laughs> I'm just no, no. Playing, bro. And I think I text playing. you congratulations <laughs> when <laughs> yeah, you were you like, text Yo, I think I got the, you, you know, I got
1: the doctor to take And I text you back. Yeah. Now you're really very good on the text back. Yeah. I don't text everybody back. Look, yeah, you, look, just you're yourself
0: now. Hey, but sorry. hey, but my mother yeah. is an
1: old. My mother <laughs> attended Virginia State, so I got oh, a lot man. of love from that pride. university down there. Yeah, and you've gotten two degrees from there. Much so love don't to get the it. Trojans. Yeah, yeah I'm yeah. not gonna get it twisted. I'm just kidding. So, Doctor Bellamy, tell me. Tell kidding. me. Let's take it back to this. The whole the Emancipation Park situation. Right now, was this something? Was removing the statues and that was that a part of your platform when you were running for office or is this something that came in a different way
0: right so i'm glad you asked that question it's twofold right so there's been a lot of people who have said uh, this is a very controversial issue so on and so forth why didn't you campaign on moving the statues well technically at the time we didn't even have the authority because governor McAuliffe hadn't given the localities in his opinion the authority to be able to move statues so obviously it wasn't something that i campaigned on However, there have been people in Charlottesville who've been talking about moving these statues for years. It didn't just start with West Bellamy, right? And people have been adamant that they believe that those statues were odes to white supremacy. There was an entire Facebook group that was already in existence before I ran. So after I came into office, it was, I'll never forget, it was March 10th of last year, um, Governor McAuliffe vetoed a bill which essentially said that any locality that wants to remove statues, they have the right to be able to do so. It's a local issue. He gave everyone the authority to be able to do that. There was a, a young lady um, who, was a, who was a freshman at the time at Charlottesville High School who called me as soon as Governor McAuliffe vetoed the bill and went through that process and was like, hey Wes, did you see what happened? And I'm like, well, aren't you supposed to be in school? It's like two o'clock in the day. And she's excited. She's like, nah, Wes, like you can move the statue now. Like, let's do it. I got a petition, I got signatures, like let's go for it. And um, at that time I went and researched it a little bit Talked to my colleagues on council. Talked to some people in the city. Um, really had a thorough conversation with a few different people and said, "Hey, you know, this is what we need to do because it's right. It doesn't have to be popular, but you never have to worry about being popular if you're going to do what you believe is right." And that's what we chose to do. So changing the name of the park. I mean, yes, yeah, some individuals are going to say this. This park has been in existence since uh, 1924. Right. Uh, there was never a problem with it before, but because the majority, and just like let's just be very clear, like because white people didn't believe that the park was an issue doesn't mean that it wasn't an issue. It just means that they may not have heard from the minority, stu- uh, excuse me, the minority population or the marginalized community about how this park name as well as these statues have indeed been an issue. And then also, if I'm gonna be a hunted, like yeah, not even all of our people or people who look like us quite understood what these statues meant they didn't really know the history behind it like the fact that there were kkk rallies celebrating the statue after it was put up or the fact in which individuals have had their faces slashed by walking through what was then known as lee park people have been spat on there have been people who couldn't even walk in the park or there was a group of kids who had to sit their back on the wall and face the library and not even be allowed to walk into the park so when we say that we're going to change the name as well as make an effort to remove the statues it's very clearly confronting the notion of white supremacy as well as confronting the notion in which we want to create equity within every space that we possibly can in the city i can't in good conscience be an elected official the the only the seventh black person never elected i can't sit in this seat just this is just how i personally feel i can't sit in this seat in good conscience and not try and atone for some of the things that have been really hurting a lot of people within our community. I can't turn a blind out of that and I wasn't made to do that and yeah, it's going to be difficult, but so what? Nothing that's worth accomplishing is easy.
1: But let me ask you this, because the interesting part about it was, was it a unanimous vote to remove?
0: No. So it was 3-2. Um, okay, so it was a... Uh, yeah, it was split. And actually, it was 2-2 two two when okay. we first took the vote. And then one of my colleagues, package, they got nearly $400. We're going to talk about it. Yeah. We're yeah, going to talk about it. To marginalized it. community, So, I mean, he wanted to make sure that that got passed. He was kind of playing politics a little bit. Okay. But yeah, we took another vote um, at the next meeting, and it passed 3-2. And okay. now all of the councils have come out and said they're in favor of the statues moving.
1: So uh, this is what I was trying to understand. So mm-hmm. it wasn't just Vice Mayor Dr. Bellamy that voted to have this done but I see from the outside looking in especially from the city of Richmond Charlottesville 60 miles away but it seems as if you are one if not the person that is kind of front and center with a lot of responsibility I understand you own that mm. but is that necessarily no. fair or no, no
0: it's not true okay uh, you know it's not true at all so I have a colleague Kristen Seikos who's been you know a white lady if some individuals see her and they think oh well, who is this lady she she might be on the other side quote unquote but she is a freedom fighter through and through and she's been pushing these issues before I came on council that's the other thing I think a lot of folks got to understand like we're in a new day now and this is what makes a lot of white supremacists so upset and they're fearful because we have white People, black people, latino people, asian Young, old, a conglomerate Of different people all fighting and standing Up for what's right and Kristen She been standing up like this ain't nothing new to her See what I'm saying so a couple years ago even Before I came on council she led the Effort to uh, to make Charlottesville Not celebrate Lee Jackson holiday mm-hmm. Right and at that time she mentioned Like hey well maybe we should also get rid of those Confederate statues and people started Going crazy and when I came on um, It wasn't that I've heard this also. I want to address it. Some people have been like, oh, well, uh, Wes is a pawn or uh, the party put Wes up to make him the face. Nah, first of all, nobody can make me do a damn thing because before I'm a politician or elected official, I'm a man. And no one is going to make me do anything. I do everything, first with prayer, and then secondly, follow my conscience and my morals. So we talked about it, and then, yeah, I called the press conference for us to officially announce that we're going to move the statues. But I've been working in unison with my partners and my colleagues through and through. And it ain't been easy, but we're here where we are
1: now. That's an interesting point that you bring up, because you yeah. has transitioned a little bit now, especially in the last couple of months, yeah. as a face of a young Black politician on a national landscape, Mm -hmm. right? Whatever it's, whether it's congressional Black Caucus weekend, whether it's CNN, they're looking at this thirty-year-old. I gotta say, wearing a fly suit, you can't see it. You You can't see it, but (laughs) a fly suit. (laughs) But 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 now. Do you embrace that part, or do you just say, hey, I'm just doing me? Because there is a part now that people that's looking – We and here in Richmond, I know you know Mayor Stoney. <laughs> you know, he was elected at 36 years old, so and one of the him. instant challenges was how is he going to do his job without getting a national poll? It's a little bit different for you, but now and it's – if you're looking at national faces, you're one of them, and how have right. you been able to adjust that? Well, some of those things are
0: inevitable, right? And not to say that, and again, in a narcissistic way, but, I mean, whenever you're doing work, certain attention or whatever will follow, and that's fine. I think it's important to understand, and I learned this lesson last year. Like, just as quickly as you can rise can be as quickly as you fall. So it's important to not pay too much attention to the cheers or the jeers and just stay level-headed and do what you're supposed to do. And for me, like, yeah, the CNN and MSNBC and all these other – They're cool, like, yeah, that's cool, but I, I would be a fool to not recognize and appreciate the place that held me down when things were crazy and that's Charlottesville like the place where no matter what if nobody else if there if I never do another national talk or if I'm never at anything else I'm always going to be able to go and play in the Thompson basketball league in Charlottesville. I'm always going to be able to jog around the city. I can go to the schools and talk to the kids and we're going to kick it and throw the football around and I can tell them, "Hey, tighten up. Let's get these grades right now. Listen." So my first priority will always be to the city of Charlottesville. And I'm never going to forget that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, again, regardless of any of the other attention, and it's appreciated, I think that, nationally as well as um, from a demographic perspective, a lot of people have been looking for uh, this kind of mantra, like where are the new faces, who who are the the new leaders, and I may fit that mold. And again, that's cool, but I never get it twisted. Like Seaville or Sea Vegas or New Seaville, hashtag New Seaville is what I like to call it. That's always going to be where it's at for me because my neighborhood and my neighbors, they always make sure I'm good. Again, when I'm walking around, people are very appreciative, and I'm appreciative of them also, so I'm not going to forget that at all.
1: Talk to me about what's happening in Charlottesville right now. And You mentioned uh, nearly a $4.5 million yeah. equity package. Mm-hmm. That actually is a big deal, and mm-hmm. we want we wanted to talk about that. I want you to describe exactly what it is mm-hmm. because you were very clear to say— uh, equality and equity are two different things, yeah, and I want same. and I want you to hit on that, and then talk about the package, and talk about how that was received yeah. in the city, because there's a lot of misconceptions about that package in particular. Yeah. Uh, I laugh. I wrote it down. Four million dollars out of 170. Uh, 70 million dollar budget It's hardly reparations Right But it's been But but the word Has been used around (laughs) So explain to us About the package And how it's been received In Charlottesville
0: Sure So um, we presented The equity package Literally the same time At which we presented The the vote to move The statues And within the 4.5 million dollars There's a caveat Of different things Um, You have 2.5 million dollars To do redevelopment Of all public housing sites You have 950,000 dollars For our African American Heritage Center And it's a one time gift to them, so they receive uh, five hundred thousand this year. They receive four hundred fifty thousand next year. You have a fifty thousand dollar um, kind of uh, allotment to money, if you will, for individuals who live below or who live currently in the public housing sites for them to go and get GED training. You have a $100,000 job position to address black male achievement, which we're calling a youth opportunity coordinator. You have a scholarship stipend for individuals to be able to attend any HBCU of their choice. And then you also have monies included to renovate um, a specific park, Tonsla Park, and build an indoor gymnasium and do improvements in that. That's the historically African-American park. Um, And then you have job training training, monies and dollars for job training in there, for underserved communities. And you know, you have a lot of different things that we're working to create create equity. So to address that point, I think sometimes people get it twisted, like we've been fighting and there's no disrespect to any of our prior leaders. I got a lot of respect for them and pay homage to them where it's due but we've been fighting for equality while understanding that we'll never be equal. Like, we joked about it earlier, and I'm just gonna be 100 with you. Yeah, I got my doctorate, but you know what a lot of some of these people still call me, like Dr. Nigger. You're still gonna be, in their eyes, the same individual. So what we need not do is try to focus on getting the same thing as everyone else. We need to try to get what is best for our communities, and that's equity. Equity means you give everyone what they need in order to be successful. Equality means you give everyone the same thing. I may have a different set of barriers than you, or you may have a different set of barriers than me. Like, I like to lift weights. I like to jog. I may be able to run a mile in in eight minutes. Well, someone else may have a handicap of some sorts, and it takes them 12 minutes to run a mile. But I still need to make sure that they have everything that they need in order for them to finish, or excuse me, reach the finish line. And that's the difference between equity and equality. How it was received, it was mixed. I'm not going to sit here and act like I'm super Negro or anything. Like, some people were very happy, very pleased. Some people were saying, well, we need more. And then there were your other group of individuals who said, see, this is exactly what we're talking about. Wes Bellamy is a black supremacist. This is why we need to kind of hone in on Charlottesville, because he's trying to take what's ours, not just by removing our statues, but also by taking away our resources. And to those people, I say, it's all good. Let's get it.
1: But I want to be very clear in regards to the package. To receive those benefits, do Mm -hmm. you have to be black? No. No, so so, th- so I mean, that, that's one of the things That yeah, it's usually what, what are the guidelines It's more oh, economic based Yeah right? it's, it's all economic, economic. economic based right. So, so mean, it's like
0: Yeah if, you, if you're a white person Or a Latino person You live in public housing You have access to those funds um, For the GED training It's literally anyone Who lives below a certain AMI Which is your annual median income So if you live 80% below the AMI Which means you live in poverty right. um, I don't care what you look like I want you to be able to have Access to the GED training So that we can level the playing field
1: So that, that's what throws me off a little mm-hmm. bit when you talk about, you know what I mean. The way that they, the, the way that some of the narrative has been talked about the package yeah. <laughs> is that it's one of their things. Like, yeah. I mean, I'm not sh- not sure you can tell me, mm-hmm. but even when you talk about the college scholarships at uh, historically black colleges and universities, yeah, that's n- there's not all black people that right. go there.
0: Yeah, I mean, they
1: use there's a diverse <laughs> number of students, right, right that right. go to these institutions. And anybody, and so you know, how like right. so it, it just that part of it. Mm-hmm theoretically seems off.
0: Well, that's the education piece that we have to educate people because oftentimes when they think of public housing or low income, they instantly think black, but that's not the case. They think of HBCUs and they think only black, but that's not the case. What we're trying to do is provide a level playing field for everyone. And yes, I'm not gonna sit here and lie and pretend as if I don't have a special affinity for African-Americans, which I do, but I also love all people. Like you look at my students who I teach, even I'm out here in Richmond now, like I teach black kids, White kids, I teach any and everybody. I'm not a representative or elected official just for Black people. I'm an elected official for everybody, but who I care most about are those who are the have-nots. And you don't have to look like me to be a have-not for me to want to fight for you. Like I'm always gonna root
1: for you because I know exactly what that feels like. So, what was it about your background? Mm-hmm. Um, before we take a quick break, we're gonna take a break in a second. True. But what is it about your background? that made, that put that spirit in you to fight for people that may, like you described as, that may have less of an advantage than others?
0: Yeah, well, I, I also think it's important to note, like, I'm not different from anybody else, right? I, I've been blessed with maybe a certain set of skills, but I'm... I'm very adamant like I'm not super Negro. I'm nobody different from anyone else. I think that uh, from some of the experiences that I've had and the opportunities that I've been blessed with like I'm not like some of my friends like it was ten of us growing up like it's only three of me and my friends still alive. I didn't have to I'm not dead, I'm not in jail, I'm not a felon. So I've been blessed to be able to bypass certain things out of my neighborhood, but I know exactly what it feels like to be in those predicaments. So I'll never forget what it felt like, and I know how it it also felt for people to help me. So I have an obligation to help others. Like, this is my job because someone helped me along the way. And now in this position, why not use this platform to help others? That rubs some people the wrong way because they say, you know, I should also care about the elite or I should work on um, tax documents or I should look at zoning and so forth, which I, I care about those things also. But I would be a liar if I didn't say that, yeah, my... Number one priority, just me personally, are the have-nots, those who didn't
1: have, and that's just who I am. So how important to you is unity and healing? For Charlottesville right now.
0: You can't can't heal without acknowledgement, and that's part of our issue. Like, right now in Charlottesville, I think we're finally getting around to acknowledging some of the transgressions and the mistakes that we've made as a community, not just on August 12th or July 8th, but throughout our history. Um, Again, I think people don't quite... No, like, Charlottesville is the same place where we shut down all of the schools opposed to integrating during massive resistance. We're also the same place where you had a thriving African-American community, Vinegar Hill, in which we came through, and Urban Renewal popped off, and they literally tore down all of the black businesses. They closed the black school. They told everybody that you have to move into these particular housing projects. Like, those are real scars. We have a very similar story
1: here. (laughs) We have a very similar story at 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 a
0: very grandiose level so so because of that we have to acknowledge those things right so there can be no healing without acknowledgement and also very intentionally addressing those issues and again we talked about like purpose i feel like you know my man aj was asking me how did i get to charlottesville and i was joking but i said i think it was god but i do believe that god put me in this position and made me go through certain things to know how to navigate these waters because yeah it's time for us to get back acknowledge and also make amends and atone for what's transpired before
1: you are listening to vice mayor of charlottesville dr west bellamy go, and we're going to take a quick break we're going to be right back for have a little bit of fun before we get you out of here cool. appreciate Let's it. Do it hey everyone i hope you're enjoying this edition of top billing featuring dr west bellamy now it's time for a special announcement Mark your calendars for November 1st. On November 1st, the Cheats Movement, in collaboration with community activist and celebrated artist Noah Scalin, will be releasing special edition hooded sweatshirts. Now is our time to create a new legacy when it comes to Confederate monuments and Monument Avenue. These hooded sweatshirts represent the future we'd like to see for our young people and community at large. For more information on these hooded sweatshirts, visit the Cheats Movement at www.thecheatsmovement.com. Part of the profits will go to the Richmond Peace Education Center so they can continue their amazing work. So again, mark your calendars for November 1st. Go online, and I hope you'll support this effort. Now, back to Top Billing, hosted by yours truly cheats, featuring Dr. Wes Bellamy. Ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen, we are back here listening to Top Billing, and we have Vice Mayor of Charlottesville, Dr. Wes Bellamy with us. And now we're gonna have a little bit of fun. Alright. Because let's do it, bro. Uh, you mm-hmm. got involved from, from uh, the background research I've done I know that you got involved uh, in the community early on when you got to Charlottesville yeah. by starting a boxing club. Right, right. I am a huge, huge, okay. huge boxing fan. I didn't know that. In-depth boxing fan. Okay. So now you tell me. Yeah. Think about it now. Right. start thinking. You tell me who are your in your like in your generation? Because now, now this is where the age does come uh, in. Your You're 30, yeah. so you haven't seen everyone that you can possibly yeah. see. But tell me of your time, who was the best that you've seen lace them up? Oh, Floyd. Um, I mean. See, that's we, that's a, we already got a problem. Yeah, We've I'm already like, started.
0: Whenever you see a man We've go already 50- started.
1: Forty
0: nine. You 49, can't count the last uh, fight. forty. To, oh, yeah. the last
1: fight was a fight. Up, you can't count that fight. Yo, officially he's fifty and zero. Oh, again. So uh, get this though. So, before you even go yeah. too crazy into this, yeah, you're counting the fifty. He was forty nine and zero. And I will say, for probably for the last five years of his career, uh-huh. he fought the best fighters You could possibly fight. Except this time, he fought someone that had never fought in a professional boxing match before. This is and the I, person and... who wanted to fight him. Mm-hmm. What you no. supposed to do? Stop. So he was Stop. supposed to not take whole... the payday. No, no that, that, okay. That's the thing. He took the payday. Go Sugar ahead and talk. Ray. Go ahead. I, right, I'm going to let you talk. talk. I, I'm, all all
0: sorry. Right. I'm sorry. I'm um, sorry. Floyd. Floyd is. Def- I, this is no particular order, but I, Floyd, um, Sugar Shane Robinson. Uh, so hold on. Yeah, Sugar Shane, um, Rocky. You Mar- mean Sugar Ray Robinson? Sugar Ray. Excuse me. Yeah, I was like, I was like, like, hold on, Sugar something's my off. Bad, my we, go, bad. we go, we go, we go right, this. I, I look, Sugar I get Ray. a West for that. Thank, <laughs> you,
1: thank you, Sugar Ray. Not Sugar <laughs> Shane Mosley. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, Who's a Sugar damn good fighter in his yeah, own right? Mosley's a good He went fighter. up too much. Sugar Ray. Okay, so um, you no know, Sugar Ray Leonard or Sugar. You're killing me now. Nah, nah,
0: nah. Not Sugar Ray Leonard. Sugar Ray Robinson.
1: Okay. Um, so you got Floyd one, Ray nah, Robinson. No, nah, no. This is no particular order. Oh, no particular order. order. Okay. No okay.
0: Order. okay. okay. So uh, I'm a huge fan of unorthodox boxers. I like Lennox Lewis. Um, You're amazing! Style, amazing fighter. His style was just one that I believe is very much so unappreciated. Right. Class jaw. Like, but, but, yeah, but, yeah, but Yeah. I mean, from a heavyweight perspective. Um, he's not top five, but a fighter who I really, really... Enjoyed when I was growing up, Zab Judah. I just
1: loved Zab. You just Zabs. loved him being from Brooklyn and yeah, being in all the Rockefeller just, videos. Just, That's what that you want. It. I mean, I was That's a huge all you care. about.
0: I thought Zab was just like so cool, <laughs> man. Like I wanted to be like Zab. He was Zab all right. and it Prince Sakeem, right.
1: uh, um, uh, Nass- uh, Nass- Nassim hamed Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. I, I yeah, thought yeah, yeah. both of those guys, uh, but they're not in my top five. I would also say um, Joe Lewis. Uh, I had a lot of respect for for Joe Lewis, um, and I, I think I'm heavy on the heavyweights.
1: Okay, now so but you now you're a big man. Yeah. So now uh, look, yeah. you, do you get in the ring? Yeah. do you okay, mix it yeah, up yeah. with the kids? Yeah, now, have to. now the important part of this is not who you think no your <laughs> fight style yeah. how would you describe is there a professional uh, that you would say your style is more like I'm very aggressive like Mike <laughs> so I'm really trying to just go right at you I think my my personality
0: might might give a little bit of that away <laughs> Okay. I'm very aggressive like, you hear this white supremacist? Probably, a white <laughs> yeah,
1: I'm very aggressive say no mind, um, mind in I this. probably
0: you know counter punches I, I'm looking for them but whatever I, I've been to gym a lot and I am Like let's let's get this in these these two three minutes. My wind isn't where it needs to be, like because I've been traveling. (laughs) Uh, And people. And another thing is, man, while I'm jogging through the city, I love Seville. But when I'm jogging, it's like everybody always wants to stop me. And I'm like, yo, y'all know I jog all the time, like. Y'all can call me, you can
1: text me, but let me get this time in.
0: I run with the beat, so I act like I'm giving myself away, but sometimes I pretend like I can't hear. So I'm, just, hear I'm just getting it. I
1: like it. I yeah. like it. I yeah. like the style. My. The other thing that I see you do quite a bit on your gram, yeah. if you're not following Dr. West on the gram, <laughs> make sure you follow. His stories are really good.
0: Yeah, sometimes. But
1: it all You know what I've noticed, though, on the stories? Uh-huh. You usually see a before basketball shot. And then after basketball shot. Oh, oh, yo, you don't see you don't see any game time action. Ah, uh, here we go. West doing anything? Here you we see go. Like, you see like before, like I'm about to get this in, and then afterwards, yeah, we just we did got this. these dubs. undefeated. Yeah, yeah got, like. I was supposed to post today.
0: We were so, undefeated this morning. So
1: now tell us about your 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 basketball your basketball, yeah. basketball games. So who would running, you like in your game? It's too? a
0: running joke in um, Charlottesville. Like I'm supposed to play like Draymond Green, right? And like we always joke. So one of my homies was like. Everybody calling you Draymond. You really play mine. Okay. So like we we've been we've been joking, but I mean I like to bruise it up. Like, like I was just saying you're school. very big. Yeah. So Oakley, I mean
1: yeah, like, I like I contact. Was like, if you're I like shooting it, three. It. If you nah. were
0: shooting threes, I would be real upset. Yeah, no, nah, no, nah, I'm not shooting. Okay, threes. so you're in the like, post. I'm slashing. I'm in the post. I'm like okay. pushing you. Like I'ma foul you, and then I'ma so look you at you. So you just admitted you're a dirty player. Yeah, well, I mean, bit. yo, okay. well, you down low. I mean, it's a physical. Basketball is a contact sport. And okay, so, what's your, what's your, what's the team that you follow? What's your squad? Oh, I'm a Laker fan. I'm a diehard Laker fan. Yeah, and hold even on, hold and on, hold even on, hold on, in this week we, we have some downtime. Stop. Down time, stop. I'm a diehard
1: Lake show. You grew up in Atlanta. Yes. You went to college in South Carolina yeah. And you live and in I'm Charlotte. I'm still a Laker fan How did
0: this happen? So my pops, man uh, oh, and, and my pops and I on. We have a very interesting relationship Come on we, we getting back on the up and up But we, we were really, really good When I first was born And then, you know We went through uh, some time My pops left my mom's But he would always. He was a diehard Laker fan. I got pictures in like Lakers boobies, Ugh. and like he was the I mean, Magic I did it, Showtime. I did it to my son. I did yeah. it to my
1: son. So I mean, he's got Nick. And, and this is y'all a Knicks fan. I mean, well, like I mean, this is the first year I made an announcement on Facebook. I did <laughs> that. This is the first year in eleven years where we're not getting the NBA ticket because we can't pay for this product that they oh, yeah. put on. You know what I'm you saying? Don't wanna, but, you don't want to. You want to pay for uh, Porzingis? I like KP, I do yeah. But it's not enough I mean, I lived through 17 wins with Derek Fisher Just two years ago I yeah, can't do that, that again tough. And Wait, then you had, bought in Hornacek I was, I was yeah, like Don't sorry yeah, Phil Jackson was With yeah. that said yeah. Don't try to change the subject <laughs> to your
0: A we mean, good, Brandon Coastal. Ingram The ball era has begun I really like Kuzma you know what I mean? Do you like LeVar? La- is LeVar too much? Nah, yo. So I, I'm glad you brought this up. I got a lot <laughs> of love. You're a father.
1: Yeah. Lavar is yo, too much is LaVar yo, too Like much?
0: people be coming at LeVar in
1: case they get chopped. Right.
0: Uh, LeVar, Yeah. Not. Yeah. What? I love. I love, I got a love. Love for LeVar Stoney also, but Lavar Ball. <sighs> yo. What, look. Why
1: would la- if uh, LeVar Stoney was here right now, I would tell him. <laughs> Levar ball, 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 ball might be too much, right?
0: Yeah, definitely. you uh, know Stoney might hoop. I don't know. Yo, I gotta. Get, we need to set up like a mayor and vice mayor ball. Or that, something we can like that we could do. We could do benefit. Give it up to yeah. Seville versus Richmond. <laughs> yeah, uh, we would. Uh, we would bring it Shane to y'all. Jesse, Jesse was like, yo, what? <laughs> <laughs> nah,
1: yo, we would bring it. We <laughs> would bring it to y'all. <laughs> do you hear me? What? I said we could <laughs> give it to the Sugar Shane Robinson Foundation. <laughs> <laughs> so, I've forgive, seen, forgive I've you. seen some of
0: y'all's benefit games like. Yo, we hoop, we hoop. I mean, yo, we like we hoop, and I mean, yeah. Right. We, anyway, well, look, we ain't gonna get in that. I need to. Okay, be, I but you're Welcome in. just get kidding. it. Let's, let's get it back. You <laughs> were saying, Lavar Ball. Lavar Ball. I got a lot of respect for Lavar Ball because, yo, he is willing to do anything for his children. And I don't think that is highlighted enough. And some people will say, "Well, oh, it's a detriment. He's talking trash. He's putting the bulls on his kids' back." But yo, you all of that,
1: about- a little bit of all of that.
0: But yo. This man literally put a clothing brand, and his kids have their own signature sneakers. One of them, the youngest one, has his own signature sneaker before the he detriment, graduated high school. The detriment of his eligibility, but that's fine. Yo, but, I mean, he can go around. He may route. not need college. He may not need it. He may go play. I saw a video of him on Twitter yeah. last night doing a windmill. And he's that's great. Here's,
1: here's, what here's what I'll tell you. Here's what I'll tell you. My After I saw the television show, yeah. my opinion changed. A lot on LeVar Because I saw how much He cared for his family yeah, On the show yeah. Before that I was not a big Big baller Brand individual It's but marketing I, though But I saw the show yeah. And I was like Look And you know What my mans told me I was like I, I told him on the podcast On me move podcast I was like uh, I have a lot of respect for him I've seen the show Changed the way He's taking care of his wife Oh they, his wife they, yeah They looked at me And was like yeah, so he's doing what a he's like so he's doing what a husband and father's supposed to do. Congratulations. What do you, what do you want to You wanna give him a cookie for take care of his family? What are you supposed to do, Wes? Yeah, that's 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 valid. But I respect <laughs> I still got a lot no, of respect it. for him. All man. right, before we get out of here, the most important part of this conversation playlists first and foremost oh. and top five. I will give you a second to breathe on the top five dead or alive, but you gotta give me your playlist. And Top 5 Daryl alive. I already know You're going to say At least one of them Because you've talked about yeah. Your love for yeah, uh,
0: snow For snowman But, uh, but
1: Playlist and play Top list. 5 Daryl alive Before we get out of here So uh, I've been listening a lot
0: To um, I got a I got a playlist That I made on Tidal That I've been listening to So Well actually two playlists I've been listening to um, The past couple of weeks One is like an R&B Cut, joint, yeah. We can post so, I mean, your playlist if yeah. it's appropriate. We yeah, just
1: no, so, I, can, okay. nah, I can post it. <laughs> when, you like, when you say R and B, we don't know where that so, goes. So, so nah, nah, nah. Sure. Like I've okay. been, I've
0: been rocking and listening to a lot of '90s R and B. Like a lot of people don't know, yo. Bobby Brown was like my role model growing up. Yo, Bobby Brown, Nino Brown. We will edit.
1: We will edit both of these nah, out. I'll edit that out. Yo, you know what I'm saying? When you know. I was
0: growing up, my prerogative. Yo, my aunt has like videos of me doing the little my prerogative dance. I, I used Bobby to think Bobby Brown. I think
1: Bobby got kicked out of original. In. <laughs> he did. I've heard the stories yeah. about that. Yeah, like he, he, did, got he did tenderoni, and it was all they yeah. shut it down. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: He's good now. Let him okay. come through. I got a yeah, lot yeah. of love for Bobby, man. But um, so I'm listening to. Uh, I got some Bobby Brown on there. I got um, some Zane on there. I got the D'Angelo, uh, his latest joint. I absolutely love. Yeah, D'Angelo's okay. last album, Black Messiah. Got some Solange on there. Got some New Jack City on there. Um, Got some Jodeci on there. I post, we post a playlist, man. Okay, we'll post a playlist. So then, um, and then the other playlists I'm listening to a great deal. When I listen to hip hop, I'm listening more so for like motivation. I don't really do a lot of the turn ups, so I've been listening to uh, Kendrick's High Power on repeat. I don't know why, but that song has just kind of been speaking to me. Um, Kendrick's uh, Untitled Unmastered, the first four, the first five songs have really better known as the Slept On Forgotten
1: album. Which one's the stuff Untitled on? on a mess. Oh, t- oh yeah, 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 yeah Better known as I'm The, least, known the as- least of these
0: Yeah but it's <laughs> but it's tough uh, Been listening to that I got I've been listening to his song From um uh, Matt, good Kid, Matt City uh, Real, a song with his mom yeah, yeah, yeah. Talking to him and his dad Talking about You know, like Real is responsibility Real is taking yeah. care yeah, of your that's family That's classic real Good Kid, Mad City is a classic album Yeah, yeah And then of course People might get Williams, mad at me for that oh, oh, hold on nah, no, 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 no People might get mad at me about yeah, that They're tripping A you know, uh, uh, lot of 444 four, four, four lately A lot of Volume 3 Jay-Z Okay uh, Life and Times um, I've been Of course There's a lot of Meek um, And a lot of Snowman so Um, let's get to it so yeah let's get to it top five aj you ready for this aj brew is ready for this top five dead or alive uh hove the goat i think that goes without
1: hey well we agree on something yeah
0: hold hold the goat i think you also have to include rakim you can't Ah, can't Rakim's not in my top five but go ahead you can't talk about a top five without without he's amazing he's amazing um you gotta include nas uh,
1: this is throwing me off. Yeah, I'm yeah, telling you, yeah, you're throwing me, me off with your uh, t- You're three, all right. So, yeah, New York, New York, New York. Yeah.
0: And then, you know, just for me, this is my personal. Yeah, type you don't of have to explain G-Z, yourself. Jeezy, Jeezy, Jeezy is in my not from not from a lyric. Is Thug Motivation a classic album? Yeah, uh, undoubtedly. Like. Thug- <laughs> <laughs> you almost made me say something See? I should. Yeah, no, like, like, but that's no,
1: argumentative That's, that's ar, definitely that's not ar, argumentative That's
0: debatable That's some New York stuff That's, that's de- some <laughs> New York East Coast bias There's no album Like TM 101 Okay You got it AJ um, yeah, yeah, Alright so, like so we Rakim got four Rakim, Nas, Hov, Jeezy um, I'm a big Kiss fan I don't know if Kiss cracks my top five Uh, So I got like you
1: know I'm gonna give you a layup because you mentioned in your playlist three different Kendrick albums you're not gonna mention so
0: so K-Dot's body of work isn't uh, and
1: that's argument you know
0: argumentative like debatable rather you could say Jeezy's body of work isn't there yet but K-Dot my top five is like three people so I got K-Dot I got Kiss and then um, you've got a 50. You drunk? Oh, Biggie. <laughs> <laughs> you said 50? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You, yeah, you, you that's, that's to put, difficult You yeah, have yeah. to put Big in there. Yo, uh, Life After Death was the first album that I ever bought. I was eight years old. I had the cassette and I played it. You was in college. You old as hell. I was, uh, I love my sister. Me. Just I get remember, out of here, folks. I remember making my pops buy me that that tape and like uh, we listened to it. Like I listened to it nonstop. Nice. I had the Walkman in. And I ain't know nothing about what Big was talking about, but all I remember is kicking the door, uh, well, the mad rapper talking, and then yeah. just the, the body of work, man. Big is, Big was absolutely incredible. We miss him.
1: So there you have it, ladies and gentlemen. Dr. Mm-hmm. Wes Bellamy, we're about down. It is Thursday, October 19th. We're recording this about 4.30-ish. You are about to leave now yeah. and go see the President of the United States speak at a rally. You still calling him the President? Yeah, uh, he's still our president. I mean nah, I feel you. He's he's still our president. I I, re, I, re, I have a lot of respect for the no, president. I don't rock with forty five.
0: I think that's well known. So yeah, no, I wasn't even Obama. gonna bring that up.
1: I was gonna bring oh, up. Ha- have you ever met President Obama? So before? oh, have I, President Obama? Yes. Yeah. So, so yeah, but yeah. the
0: story was. What, oh, uh, the first time I met President Obama, he came to my college in two thousand and four. Uh, no, two thousand eight. in uh 2007 he was still running this was early in the campaign um and we got a chance to meet and uh you know it was great then and then when he came to Charlottesville while he was campaigning for tom perriello we got a chance to um chat and he came through and um, he's actually one of the ones that talked me into becoming a teacher i was going to go to law school and uh, he was like, and he's a lawyer, so yeah, he talked you
1: yeah. out of becoming a lawyer to become yeah, a teacher. He was like,
0: yo, we don't need more, uh, te- we don't need more lawyers. <laughs> we, we need more teachers. And he's like, I heard you doing, you're doing great work. This is when we first started the boxing club. Okay. He's like, Tom says you do good work. Like you need to be a teacher, not a lawyer. So I was like, all right, bet. And that's the route we went. And I still don't got myself caught up in this political stuff.
1: There you go. Yeah. Well, have fun tonight. The last thing I'll say before we get out of here is, you know. There's still a lot of work to be done. No in, doubt. In your, in your town of Charlottesville, still a lot of healing to be had. There's still a lot. I mean, this battle is honestly probably just beginning, right? Yeah. Well, they, they talk about
0: coming back. They want to come back on my birthday.
1: So, for the people of Charlottesville, for the people that are listening in Richmond and beyond, mm-hmm. what are the best ways that we can be allies to an effort that says, that rejects white supremacy, that rejects uh, division in that way, mm-hmm. that ref- that that just doesn't you know doesn't rock with that type of politics that type of psychology what is the best thing to do to be able to help communities so i think there's
0: a three-point kind of agenda which we have to look at in terms of addressing white supremacy one we must always speak up speak out and be vocal even if that makes some of us uncomfortable so uh, elected officials politicians leaders whomever you have to become comfortable with being uncomfortable because people are very upset with what they've been seeing and they're going to voice their displeasure in a variety of different ways. So that's the first thing. Everyone must continue to resist by speaking up and speaking out. And not just when, like, you with 200 other people who all have the same ideology as you. Like, when you're at the dinner table with Thanksgiving coming up and your family or your friends say something that you know is extremely disrespectful, racist, or bigoted, will you check them on that? Like, you have to be able to do that. So that's the first thing. Secondly, when it comes to holding elected officials accountable for creating equity, we need to specifically ask all elected officials, what is your plan to not only combat white supremacy, but create equity within all communities?" So, like, from Richmond's perspective, right, as you see what's transpiring in Charlottesville, do, do the people here in Richmond know what's the percentage of minorities who are receiving contracts with the city right now? Do we know the educational achievement rate of marginalized communities or African-Americans, Latinos or those who have been um, held against, or excuse me, those who have been Kind of not achieving at the same rate as others. Do we know those statistics? And then, what's the plan for increasing or decreasing the achievement gap? Because I believe that while education, my personal opinion, and I'm a doc, my doctoral degree is in education, right, right. But I don't Speak personally believe that education is the great equalizer. Economics right. plus education is the great equalizer. That's why I love to see this brother AJ having this story. And I heard, you know, the brother has like a superhero story. He came back from somewhere else. Yeah yeah, came. yeah, yeah. yo yo you have to chop yeah. it up sub, offline. It's an amazing story from finance to this Right so that's the second step and then lastly When we talk about Some of the changes that we want to see within our Community what are you willing To sacrifice to be able to Make all communities better right so in Charlottesville like people alright they know what's up yeah West is gonna have a turkey drive every year like we about to give away 200 turkeys for Thanksgiving I have a coat drive I'm only laughing year. because your
1: favorite movie is New Jersey. New Jersey oh that's
0: where I got it from I'm not gonna front <laughs> right yeah so like yo Nino you know giving the turkey I was, stealing turkeys yeah, and then it's like a little kid I thought oh I was... that's dope like when I get older I'm gonna do that right so we've been doing that now for five or six years yeah West, we, we always have a coat drive every year right we always have a summer academy for kids or we have like these symposiums but that's my sacrifice right and that's not a sacrifice. Like, I love to do it. But what are you as an individual willing to do? So will you go and tutor the kids in the most impoverished neighborhoods, or even the kids who may be on the bubble? Will you be willing to deal with that young person or even that older adult who may not have all the wherewithal or all the background knowledge to be able to speak in the way in which you want them to, but will you provide them space to be able to learn and grow and give your time, your talent, and your treasure? Or are you willing to attend the city council meetings, join a board of commission? Do you know what your planning commission is doing? Do you know what some of these other boards and commissions in your city have going on? Yo, like the time for us to just be social media warriors, which is cool, there's a place for that, is, in my opinion, that's that's kind of fading out. Like, we got to start getting more of our allies in the street. And I know I said three things, but the fourth thing that I would say, and I'm going to speak very clearly and candidly to people of color. Yo, I'm going to be the first one to tell you, all or maybe not the first one, but I want to be clear, like, all white people ain't bad. Right, So because we have these group of white supremacists who've been out and just really making a lot of white people look crazy, yo, all of them aren't bad. We have a lot of white people who want to be allies, so let's provide them with the space and not just shun them or put them all in a box because that ain't cool. Because I damn sure wouldn't want everybody to put all black people in a box and say that we all just eat fried chicken and Kool-Aid or we're uneducated, right? So let's figure out how we can work together to pool our resources to make the change that we want to be. And then lastly, Yo, Reverend Jackson and Andrew Young told me something that they both told me, Dr. King told them, and I'm never going to forget it. We must always be patient with people, but be impatient with progress. Change does not happen overnight. And unfortunately, some of this change that we're pushing for, we won't even see it in our lifetime because people are the ones who are creating the change. But progress, we must always continue to push for, even when you get tired, even when you feel as if we're not going to be able to move forward. And damn, man, why don't they just get it? We must continue to push for change and be patient with people.
1: Mimi's giving me the wrap there up. There he is. We're going to have to wrap it up there. Dr. Yes. West Bellamy. www.westbellamy.net,
0: get... Mimi says. Oh, yeah. Uh, Follow the website. Yeah.
1: Follow the gram. On Instagram,
0: Dr. You West Bellamy. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, we lit. All of
1: it is Dr. West Bellamy, right? Yeah, Twitter and everything. Oh, yeah.
0: Y'all work hard for this doctoral okay. degree. And I so. want people to know. Like, I want kids to know, like, I'm, I'm 30 am and like I'm again I'm not any different from anybody else and if you want to go get a doctoral degree you can go do it you want to go become elected like you can go do it you still want to go hang around the way and play basketball you can do it there is no limits there is no glass ceiling. There's nobody who can stop us from doing anything. Let's go do
1: it. We're going to have to wrap it up with Dr. West Bellamy, everybody. This is nah, Tom I want Bellamy. some more
0: time. You want to nah, be man, on here. We did good. We do, a- I think nah, we did okay. good.
1: We'll have to come back I'm kidding, because I'm, I'm sure after this list comes out on two things, at least the boxing and the, and the MCs, you know, we'll have some counterpoints. <laughs> so you'll be fine. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to yeah. have you come back in Richmond, brother. My thank brother, you so thank thank much you for the time, me, man. man. Yeah. Appreciate it. All right.